This is CliffCentral.com. Yeah, baby. Yeah, it's another one of those absolutely fantastic days. It's the shortest hour of the week, and it happens every single time right here on cliffcentral.com. My name is Weza. You can call me Weza, that guy. Certainly another one of those great days indeed, and it's now time for the shortest hour of the week. It is unplugged and in charge, and I've got people in the studio right here who are exactly about that. These guys are really, really amazing people. They're go-getters. You know what I mean? They're trying to see the world as a better place and they actually wake up every single day and decide, you know what? I'm going to be the difference that I want to see out there. And a couple of them have uh, done amazing, amazing things. And in fact, the really cool thing is that we even have uh, a product of uh, one man success right here or one man success story. And, and it's great to just see that young people are building young people. Uh, and, uh, and that I think is uh, one of the great ways in which we can make South Africa a, be- a great, great place. So I've got here in studio with me, Mikal. Uh, he's got many names already decided. Let me pick Mikal amongst all of them. And I also have, I'm not even sure to Nati. Is he also Aaron on a good day or is he just Nati? We'll find out in a short little while, and I've got Mfana Futi as well. He decided, you know what? Just like that. Gentlemen, I'm going to just uh, introduce you all at once on studio right here. How are you guys doing today? All good, man. How are you? Hundreds, hundreds, hundreds. Yeah, Mfana Futi. Everything's great. Fantastic. Now, these guys, as I mentioned, are really amazing people. They're groundbreaking go-getters. They're doing amazing things. And, uh, in fact, I'm going to try first to just uh, profile them almost a little bit one by one. And then we'll try to have a bit of a, a, a roundtable discussion a little bit afterwards just to, to pick their brains. Because these guys are doing great things. And we, we, we want to know a bit more about them. But let's zoom into one of them. One at a time. Okay, cool. So I'm going to start off with uh, Nkosnati. I think uh, um, I met you outside. You you say you come from an event. You were at an event today, and it was actually quite exciting. So that's why I actually want to just start off by chatting with you real quick about your event and, of course, about all the initiatives that you're out there doing as well. But before we even get there, let's just talk about who's Nkosnati and and, uh, what soil was Nkosnati's roots formed in. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Reza. Uh, and uh, good afternoon to the listeners. I think uh, you've got an amazing show here, and I've got some two great gents to my right. Uh, so Ungosnat is a 28-year-old young man, uh, first born of a single mothered home. I uh, come from Krugersdorp, grew up in Krugersdorp in the west of Johannesburg. But my roots from my father are in the Eastern Cape. Okay. Awesome man. Uh-huh. Um, he passed away when I was about three years of age, but apparently I'm a spitting image of him. So wow. yeah. uh, I guess I lived through him in each day. Um, the young man has just been really just gunning, ambitious all my life. You know, my mother told me uh, when I was young, she said, you know, you've got to write your own story. Um, no matter what's happened with your family or whatever, you've got to go for what you want. And mm. I'm quite aligned to, to my spiritual beliefs. And I believe that everyone is here to fulfill a certain purpose. Um, and my journey has been, uh, ensuring that I get myself on that path. And, and I think now where I'm at, I'm, I'm in that journey, but only at the beginning uh, mm. of getting to where I need to get to my, purpose on this earth is to help young people find the best version of themselves um, because as soon as they do that they're able to then reciprocally um, assist people more and more and more and more that's my purpose on this earth yeah. um, and I know that by the, the, the company that I'm running right now uh, the people I meet in each day and uh, I'm just here to spread positive vibes and and make my mama proud, man. Yeah. Now, now tell me, when did you decide? Okay, this is my purpose. When, when, when was that decision made for you? Mm. So, uh, all my life, I've been battling with this thing, you know. Just mm. why are we here, you know? And uh, you know, you go to church, and they tell you, you know, you, you you've got a path to follow, and and and. Uh, but I think it really cracked for me uh, when I when I stopped trying to define it myself, and I just. I just opened myself up to, to, to the universe and to journeys, to people, to lessons. You know, um, I listen a lot. I yeah. talk. I don't talk as much as I listen. Um, and that helped me. And about, about 
four years ago, um, I joined this company called Prime Stars. And it is through this journey, through the thousands and thousands and thousands of young people that I met on a Saturday, Sunday morning at Stoke Clinical Cinemas across the country that I realized that this is where I'm meant to be. The day I was willing to work 24 hours a day, you know, blood, sweat and tears to make this thing happen when I knew that this is where I need to be. Because it was not just about um, feeling exhausted, but it was also about feeling fulfilled, right? A hundred and ten percent. If you... If you can keep the same job, if if someone said to you tomorrow, I'm cutting your salary in half and you're still happy to stay, there's something about that place that's bigger than you. And mm. as soon as you acknowledge that this is bigger than me, then everything you've ever wanted will come to you after that. So I think that's when I realized that this is where I need to be. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's quite powerful because then it gives you this feeling that you are already 65 years old. You know that feeling? Yeah, that I, I have yeah, that feeling yeah, because yeah. I was also in my, um, I think I was about, uh, 22, 23 when mm. I decided, okay, this is what I want to do. Mm. And I, and I figured it out, you know, so, and then, uh, and it was also because of reading a book. I read this book mm. that said, if money was not an issue, if money was not a priority, like everything's taken care of, don't think, Hey, I'll be making for this so yes. that everything's taken care of. What would you be doing? Like if, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's exactly right. Man. Yeah, you know? that's exactly right. And and I think um I must say, to, you know, even to people listening, the journey to finding your purpose is not uh, is not uh, an easy one. Yeah. But it's worth it. I'm sure mm. you've tried many different things. Yeah. Um, trying to get to to that alignment, and when you did get it, you committed to it. You know. Mm. Um. So I think that that's also what helped me find it. Um. Trying and trying, you know, they say every time you fail is, is not a, is not a, is not a negative. It's actually one more way that you know not to do something. Yeah. You know, uh, every time, yeah. every time, uh, Thomas Edison tried his, his, his uh, formulas and it didn't work for the light. He just said to himself, uh, I found a thousand ways that didn't work, which means yeah. I'm closer to the solution, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think I just applied that same methodology and, 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 and I found myself blessed and, and, and in this position and there's still a long way to go. Uh, but for me, another thing is, is I really believe in the potential of young black brothers. You know what I'm saying? Um, I've got love for, for the ladies, but I've grown up without a father. I've grown up with, without male figures in my life. Right. So I understand the difficulty in that. And there's going to be many young guys coming after us, yeah. but we were destined to be leaders in whatever, uh, place you've been put into, whether it be business, family, local. And I think that. You know, people like yourselves, people like Mikel. As we're talking right now, we're having way different conversations, the kind of conversation people are having out there. And mm. we need more of this. Mm. And, and that's what I strive for. Definitely. Yeah. Big. Absolutely fantastic. Now, tell me a little bit about um, what exactly you were doing today and uh, what makes it so exciting. Okay. So... I run an, a national organization called Prime Stars, and we are currently the biggest youth empowerment initiative in the country. Uh, we teach young people on maths and science, on financial literacy, entrepreneurship, on career guidance. Um, but what we do is we teach in stoichemical cinemas. So we use movies to teach. We understand that traditional ways of teaching have their results, and it's not the, the results we need. Though we support, uh, you know, government, we in full partnership with government, we are the arm that uh, goes into exploratory kind of ways of teaching. So on the big screen, when you would go and watch Black Panther, you'd go and watch Skyscraper, when I walk in there, I see my classrooms. And the gent to my right is a product of one of, the, of our programs, which is our maths and science program. And um, my job is to is to get Department of Basic Education, Higher Education, Small Business Development, Science and Technology, all of them on board to support my corporate partners. You know, so this morning we had a breakfast, a media breakfast for the same program. It's been running for 10 years, 30,000 beneficiaries on an annual basis. It's in all nine provinces supporting public schools that can't afford it. So, you know, people, I have to say this, but people, the likes of Gabitech, Telcom, Bidvest and, um, and, uh, Sazria give me the means to make it happen. So they fund the transport, the food, the movies, the teacher development, the content. So what we do is really we've galvanized and revolutionized 
education in South Africa and we're only at the tip uh, working with 90,000 young people a year. Um, I'm looking for partnerships on a daily basis. Platforms like this are powerful. Um, and, and what I'm going to do in the next 10 years is, 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 is quadruple the value of the business, um, get into rural areas, big, big time, um, where they have no connectivity. And obviously, ultimately, we'll be online as well. So we're looking at revolutionizing education as we know it to ensure that the young people that come out of our system are globally competitive. Excellent. And where have you been operating? Um, you're saying you, you're in all nine provinces. Mm. Let's say, for instance, we make an example of Gauteng. Mm. Where in Gauteng would, would um, the initiative be taking place? Okay, so currently we're live in cinemas nationwide. Typically in Gauteng, because it's it's our biggest caption area, I uh, use uh, the Zone and Rosebank, Santin, uh, Four Ways, Southgate, Maponya, Valmall, Eastgate, Greenstone, Mallet Carnival, um, I'm in the, the Grove in Pretoria, Mall of Africa now in Midrand, Cradlestone in the West, Colonnade in, 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 in Montana. We're everywhere in Gauteng. Wow. You know, and, um, and then nationally, I'm in, I'm in centers all over. Yeah. You know, and I can name them for you, you know, as, wow. we, as we go out there. So my job is to, is to get more and more and more of these centered filled with young people that need it. So you guys create the content mm. that is in line with uh, the the syllabus of of of, um, of high school learners. Yeah, high school learners mm. in metric specifically. So our program from today is metric, uh, maths okay. and science, and then the other three run from grade nine to twelve. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, um, do the students come out on Saturdays or? You can right, explain right. The, the frequency. Sure. Let's say, for instance, I live in Harangua, right. so the nearest one to me would be. Uh, we, we would take you. We'd, we'd take you to Colonnade. That's right. where we would take you. Uh, all right. So how it works is uh, we work with the Department of Basic Education. They give us access to the schools. We identify with the sponsors schools that are most in need of the topic that we are working on. So if we're looking at metric maths and science, we'll then get directed to schools that either have a very big focus on getting young people from from a non-passing to passing rates, or a big focus from getting young people from non-distinction to distinction. That's yeah. how we identify the schools nationwide. Mm. All majority of them are no fee paying schools or former model C schools, mm. right? Because uh, they need the support. Then what happens is we register at least 200 schools per program. Um, up to in the math and science program, I've got 30,000 seats as the capacity. And they register with their teachers, principals, and districts, bringing them on board. And on a weekly basis, on Saturday and Sunday mornings between 8 and 12, they're in the cinema watching the content on screen, receiving content to work with on the booklets. Teachers are there to ensure that they sustain their lessons in the school afterwards. And this runs for a period of 10 weeks, maths and science specifically. Hmm. The four programs are run. Two run in the first half of the year, so, so term one and two. Uh, the other two run in term three and four. So we run all throughout the year. Saturdays and Sundays. My staff is in cinemas all all around the country uh, every Saturday and Sunday morning. And that's how we run it. And thereafter, obviously, we've got to do uh, assessments of the program because if you can't measure, you can't manage. Mm. Uh, so we measure the impact of the program. In our entrepreneurship program, for example, 16,000 young people come in and watch a movie teaching them the power of problem solving and how they can create solutions to, pro to their own problems. Doing that, we then teach them how to commercialize that solution. And in the past four years with the Minister of Small Business Development, we've created at least, I'd say, about 150 businesses in high school. Um, they get supported by with incubation, funding, and, and, and these are the kind of sustainable programs we're developing. Wow. Thank you. This is brilliant, man. Well done. Mm. Absolutely fantastic. Jeez. That's, that's, that's some stuff I would like to get involved in because I'm actually really? in that space. I'm, really? I'm doing so much in that space. Yeah. So I think we'll, we'll have another chat ab about these type of things and more even after the show. Fantastic. So you're saying that Fanafuti is one of, uh, one of the products that have, that have, um, successfully come out of, you know, come out of this initiative, right? Right. So what I always, sorry to just interrupt, what I always say to people about our beneficiaries is that they come into the program with their potential, you know, with their skill set, with their mindset. And all we do is just ignite it for them to be able to express it. You know, we, we don't give them the gifts. We don't give them the, 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 the talent. We just help them in channeling it, igniting it. And Final Foot is one of our uh, math and science uh, beneficiaries, but trust me, he can speak uh, very well for himself. He doesn't need me. Great stuff. 100%. Let me just turn you up right this side. So tell me a little bit about yourself, Mfit. Right. Uh, I'm from Nokum Park, right? Uh, in the Kempton Park. Yeah. I'm um, 21 years of age. Uh, Bachelor's of Accounting students at the University of Johannesburg, my third year. 
Right. Uh, you jail all the way, baby. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, um, actually, I'm just like you guys, you know, interested in the same thing, self-development, uh, social entrepreneurship, uh, the growth of the youth, right? I'm the youngest one here, so I'm actually, <laughs> that's right, I'm ahead of you guys. Cause, uh, yeah. I was able to, like, like he said, I like, Actually, when I was listening to Nkosi speak, I was, I was, I was in so much awe about the conversation that we get, we're having here, guys. It's, it's brilliant to be able to have such conversations about the development of the youth, right? And to be able to be impactful at an early stage, right? So, um, 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 I matriculated in Nokampak High School in 2015. That's when I was part of the Educate program, right? And I'd attend the maths and science. And ever since then, it's, it's been history, yeah. Mm. Excellent, man. And, um, how would you say uh, uh, a program like this contributes in you know in a young person's life? Yeah. So naturally, like he says, he doesn't give people gifts, right? So naturally, I just I understood myself to be more of a person who invests more in the things that are not tangible, right? So I always, when they ask me about the lessons about educate, I never speak about the marks, even though the first time I got a distinction in in physical science was in my trick my matric final results. First time I got a distinction in accounting was matric final results, right? Fantastic. As a result of that. But I never speak about that. I always speak about what maths and science meant to me. It was always maths is a language that allows you to interpret the patterns of numbers, right? Mm. Physics is the is 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 the, is the natural part of it where you apply it in real life situations. So that whole idea of being able to understand principles and translate them and apply them in real life situations. Even even with the standard of questions that you would get from the educate program, you would see there was some they were tangible, right? So always that ability to move from theory to practical is what I I, I valued most about the educate program. Mm. And then um now just looking at uh, what you decided to go and study, mm-hmm. do you did you always want to study what you're studying right now? Or do you feel like you were um channeled in some way or motivated to to go for to strive for this rather than that? Yeah. So very controversial question actually. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> yeah. um like 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 most of young people that in high school, you never really have a clear idea of what it is you want to do, right? So Later on, I, I never, I was never really always academically inclined, but later on after grade 10, I started being really good at maths, physics, business and accounting, right? And it was only then that I started taking an interest in such things, right? And also coming from a family that's a bit financially, um, impoverished, right? I then said I need to educate myself some financial literacy, right? And I'm like, okay, why not go into the CA stream, right? And I took accounting in grade 10. I saw a few things there. I was interested about how money works, right? And then, uh, that's when I took, but the thing, the nice thing is that I was able to mix them. So I took business, I took physics, I took accounting and I took maths. So I was always able to relate in every situation, right? And then that ability to have that science factor also allowed me to implement it in accounting. Then I applied for a few bursaries. I knew I was going to study accounting. Like I'm doing my third year right now. It has helped me, right? It has helped me big time. But also on this three, on this, on this course, uh, studying this thing, I realized more about myself. Right. Um, I've realized that this three years was needed. It was valid. I did need it, but there's more to this for me. Right. There's more to this for me. Um, I'm more of in the same space that he is right now. Uh, I've got a, a company that I started with a few guys of mine called Little Labukamoso. Right. Basically, it's vision for the future. Right. Vision for Little Labukamoso. Yes. Yeah. He, he <laughs> had to uh, Englify it right yeah. there. Yeah. Just so the know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's that? <laughs> right, yeah. So basically, we've done a few things here, DJ, right? We've had conversations about the transformation of leadership in Africa. Mm. We've, 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 I, I, I do a lot of motivational talks at high school. I do a lot of camps that I facilitate. Um, I, I just do a lot of things that, 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 that people take people that make people want to take a step back and redefine themselves. Right, it's a process that we all need to go through in our in our in our in our, in our youth. Right, we need to take time to realize what it is that we would like to do. Right, something that you do without even getting paid for, like you guys said. Mm. Yeah. So you saying you 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 help people with that? Have so that means I'm also assuming that you've also taken the time to step back and redefine yourself. Hmm. Then define yourself hmm. for me. Yes. <laughs> uh I always tell people. And I'm going to say this because I, I can't define myself. I won't lie. I always tell people, a rival does not exist. So I can't say this is who I am at this point in time. I'm forever growing. The moment you're going to say this is who I am, I'm going to limit myself 
from going further, right? So at the moment, what I can see to me right now, I can just say, I'm diverse, I'm versatile, I'm willing to learn all the time. Like I'm mm. involved in so many things, sports, leadership at my res, uh, leadership at high school, leadership in the initiatives that I'm busy with, a lot of self-development, a lot of things touching everywhere and everywhere, right? Mm. Helping a lot of people with, um, allowing themselves to, 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 to go back to who they truly are, right? Yeah. Uh, academics as well, you know, love that, love learning. Um, I don't think there's a place where I haven't touched. There's an area where I haven't touched. I found relevance in everywhere and that ability to intertwine that. So mm. you want to define me? I'm, I'm Fanafuti, willing to learn anytime. Yeah. I, I always tell people that you need to allow yourself to be like water. Whatever the container is, you should fit. Yeah. yeah. Be like water, my friend. Yeah. Bruce Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's really um, great what you're saying right there. And I noticed that you were always like that even from the age of around 15, 16 because of the, the modules that you, or let me call them the subjects that you decided to choose. Mm-hmm. A lot of people channel themselves very early and they say I don't think I'll need that so then they just pick what they think they're going to need for life because they think they got it all figured out right. at 15 you know yeah. what I mean so you went and, and took science and then that means you had to break your mind with Newton's first law and yeah. second law and thermodynamics uh. yet you also went and took accounting. Yeah. So, I mean, that means it was taxation and, um, um, now it is all these ledgers and all these things that you right. need to balance and all these things. Yeah. And then you also took, you know, modules that were in between these as well, because you were trying to say, Hey, I don't know where life is going to go. So I'm going to touch everywhere and I'll try to see how I go about things. In fact, that reminds me a lot of myself because I was pretty much exactly like that. In fact, when I was about, 15 uh, or 14 and I had to decide which modules to pick I really got frustrated I was like how do you what do you mean you guys want to channel us at this young age like I still want to learn everything Mm -hmm. you know and I really felt frustrated but at uh, even when I was in varsity I was that guy that you would think is this guy confused what does he want because I'm here in a chemical engineering class and I'm studying chemical engineering but you also see me on TV and you hear me on radio yeah. and then he's doing some motivational stuff out there he's on he's doing um uh, and you're thinking who is this guy what, what? and still even today like I'm out here trying to start a TV network and I'm also trying to do some crazy things out there um with insurance companies and it's just crazy you still yeah. can't define me so I'm saying you're on the right part yeah. my man actually, I want to give you a round of applause right there <laughs> you actually remind me of some things that I'd like to highlight for a few people right um like you said you're sitting in a chemical engineering class you know do something else I'm sitting in an accounting class I see the relevance but my heart is somewhere else and yeah. never in it at no point in time should I tell myself I'm never going to need this accounting uh, mm, experience exactly. or knowledge mm, degree because exactly. we just before the show we were speaking about how you guys can help each other out with yeah, these different things right I'll always need it even though it's somewhere else right yeah. and I also think about how significant um what what the guys that educate are doing it's a difference it's a twist you bring the classroom in a different avenue you look at the cone there's this, this, this structure of learning called the cone art of learning, right? Literally, it's just a cone that describes how effective and efficient learning is. It goes from the bottom, which is a 10% all the way to 100%. Mm-hmm. And it speaks about how passive education is less effective than active education. And, and I was telling the guys, the, 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 the program that the reading and the lectures, for some reason, fall at the bottom of the pyramid. But the audios, the actual doing of the work, the playing of games like Monopoly and Scrabble, that when you actually do the stuff, you you are more better at retaining the information and applying it in real life situations. Mm. So mm. so you want to know why I was I was I was a student. I was never always getting A's, right? You want to know why I didn't do well in high school? I probably was just doing the reading only. Mm. I didn't do the actual application, right? And I started learning those principles in in, in a bit in grade ten and grade eleven in matric. It just got way better. The mm. practical side of it is that when you start, you start. Physically start engaging in these things. You retain the information more. It becomes a part of you, right? Yeah, yeah. And like, like I said, you. I'm doing accounting right now. Whenever you're at a stage in life and you see that this is not what you want to do, take that as a position for growth. Because mm-hmm. at some point in time, you're gonna need it. You're gonna need people. You're gonna meet people that will make you grow, right? That's what I tell people every time I meet that. Every it's a stage to the next step. Just the next step, yeah. Yeah, Mikhail, you want to add anything to this? Um, yeah, no, that's that's definitely very true, especially around the uh, not getting A's part, right? Yeah. So I consider myself to be an like highly intelligent person, mm-hmm. right? And I didn't get A's either, 
like all through high school and things like that, only in matric, because that's when I decided to start reading and things yeah, like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But one thing that was that I always found was you don't if you are not that straight A student, right, and you're the C student or the B student, you know what that gives you time for? Right? That gives you time to learn other things. Right? That gives you time to like find yourself. It really does because for me personally, I was a hockey player, hockey coach, right. Still learning other things. I like taught my, started teaching myself how to code when I was in high school, right? I started reading about behavioral finance in high school. So I was learning about a whole host of other different skills that I didn't have in high school, right? But I had access to because, you know, the internet and that's the beauty of our generation. Like mm. we, we validated the internet. We validated social yeah. media and those yeah. types of things. So I could use all of those things to actually just educate myself further, which is quite an amazing thing because if I wasn't, I always look at it this way. I was just like, if I spent more time reading that book or if I had spent more time doing more maths or doing more accounting, I probably wouldn't have had the time to like hone other skills, right? Yeah. Because I don't believe in this whole thing. You have to be, you know, a master of one skill. No, so that, that whole saying, oh, you're a jack of all trades, but a master of none, trust me, I'd prefer to be with a jack of all (laughs) trades, right? Because that's a guy that I can relate to. That's a guy that like I can go to with any different or any other problem, right? And be like, okay, so can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? And he might not be able to do it at like a mastery level, uh, but he can do it at an intermediary level, right? Like Mm. at an intermediate, he's that type of person. And that, that for me is good enough to Mm. be honest with you. So tell us about a bit about yourself and, uh, and the come up and, and to where you are right now. Oh, the come up. Shucks. Okay. Um, so full name is Mikhail Spanese Tomoyo. Um, so my names mean, Mikhail means the one like God. Usmani Seta means our light. And then my surname Moyo means soul. So my entire name means the one like God who's our light and soul. Mm. Right. So my mother's always said to me that like you must live your name to the fullest in everything that it is that you do. Right. So mm. I've tried my best to do that. Um, single parent household. Right? So raised by my mom. We came from Zim like 92. So mm-hmm. I was born in Zim, came from Zim 92. So I've been here since. So it's been, it's been quite a journey. Um, UJ boy myself, so UJ all the way. Um, I was also in res myself, so I need to find out what res were you in. So far, it's on residence. Okay, so far, you know. it's quality, man. You never know. <laughs> hey, you know the, the, the account, he's accounting guys, and <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, hockey player, you know, tax specialist. When I was in varsity, I studied finance, right, and then honest financial planning. So I kind of always knew that, like, this is what I wanted to do. When I started, though, I started in accounting, and so that was back in twenty. Yeah, so I started in accounting. Realized after six months, yeah, no, this is this is not me. Right, and then I switched over to finance because I knew that all right, this is what I wanted to do. So my background was investment banking, then got into financial planning. But during high, during varsity is when myself and a business partner of mine started our very first company. Right, and this is going to be an extremely audacious thing, and I'm really I'm really sorry, Nati, like when I, when I say this, right? Yeah. But I just believe, and myself and Yami have always believed this thing that we are the people that actually made financial literacy cool. Okay. Right, because oh, like, wait, 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 wait. Yami Swana. Yeah. Ah. That's my guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> Shout out to Yami Swana. You know what I mean? What up, boy? And I know he's actually listening, right? So we actually created a whole thing called Wolf and Looper back, back in the day. It was mm. like 2013, right? Mm-hmm. We were talking about like financial literacy and, you know, using Chris Brown hitting Rihanna to teach people like a, you know, financial lesson, using the Lion King, Harry Potter, all the things that people relate to, right? And that goes yeah. back to your point. Why? Because People are going to remember what they relate to. So I might not do it like while they're playing Monopoly, right? Yeah. But I'm going to do it with saying, oh, Chief, Chris Brown hit Rihanna, you know, and he's hitting his prize position after he hit her. <laughs> like after he hit her, like his album sales dropped and things like that. What is one of your prize possessions? One of your prize possessions is your money, right? So stop hitting your money. Stop abusing your money because the second you start doing that, it's going to decrease, my friend, right? And it's going to start going to bad debts and things like that. So that's how I would mm. like... Yeah. Put messages, messages across, right? Pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, then I sold that. So we sold that in 2015. It was a blog at the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blog. Like yeah. So we wrote, right? I was literally sitting there blogging every single day. Yeah. And my mom hated it, right? Like she was just like, <laughs> this thing is not going to work. And, and then funny enough, I was on Cliff Central with Yummy Future CEOs. Yeah. And then from there, like my mom's now the biggest fan, right? <laughs> then, she became, <laughs> then she became the biggest fan, which is an amazing thing. Um, and then after we sold that, then I just got involved in a whole host of other things. Yeah. Right? So is then, it one of those 
sold for an undisclosed amount or yeah, is it like one of those, yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. This man is so secretive. Chief, <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is radio. Wow. You know, we can sure. discuss it like yeah. off air, right? So, um, so we did that and then I, from Wolf and Loop, I started like being paid by banks and, you know, different financial institutions to actually just go around and start talking about financial literacy and money, right? And budgeting and investments and what's happening out there because I was in the industry, right? So I'm, I'm seeing the stuff firsthand and then I can relate all of the things that like we do badly in the industry to people and what to look out for. Like, how do you actually buy a car? Like, what are the, what are the hidden costs with buying a car? You know, what is a balloon payment? You know, what does interest really mean to you? Should you have a car for 72 months or whatever the case may be? So we started doing that. But then while all of that was going on, the main and our main focus and my main focus now is our tax company, right? Which is called Impato and Associates, right? Yeah. So you can catch yeah. us on impatoandassociates.com, right? And you can just hit me up on my like Instagram, my Twitter, whatever. Just use my name and you'll find me. Now, what we then do is we do financial planning and tax consulting. So typically what you're going to do when you go to a tax practitioner, right? Is this guy just going to say to you, bring me all your documents. I need this. I need this. I need this. And he's going to submit it on your behalf and then do your tax return. And that's it. Right? That's what this person gets paid for. Now I'm not going to, I'm not going to rain on that parade because you know, you, it's a skill, right? You actually go to varsity and things like that and you have to, it's a profession, but mm. you know, like what value have you really added, bro? Like I gave you everything. Okay. <laughs> right. It's not like you, it's not like you went and you went to, you know, Liberty or PPS or whatever to get those documents on my behalf. No, I mm. did it. Right. So that's where we changed. We believe that we've changed the game is we then do the tax advice on top of that fee, right? So I actually advise you on how to decrease your tax and right, how to increase your returns. That's what we then do. And then we actually look at your entire portfolio and we say, okay, yeah, maybe you should be investing in something like this. Look at that. Move your money here. Do this. Use a company to purchase this property, et cetera, et cetera, right? So mm. that, that's what we now do and that's what the fee is yet mm. it's the exact same fee and sometimes it's a little bit lower than what an ordinary tax practitioner would charge mm. and then we still do you know the submission of your tax returns and you know we do the admin side of it but the part that really gets us going gets mm. me going specifically is that advice part and literally just sitting there and actually helping a client out yeah i mean on the way here i was on the phone with a client and like i was just telling her exactly what she needs to do i was mm. like no i need you to do this i need you to do this yeah we submitted it but you know i need you to Look at doing this and then do that and then increase this by this much. And then this is what the figure is going to change to next year. And like, you know, sitting in a car doing that, right? Mm. But that helps someone else. Mm. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's a big thing. Cause again, like I said, coming from a single parent household, money's not that great. My mother was a nurse, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. right? But managed to somehow put me through private schools and things. I don't know how I don't know how black moms did so shout out to black moms. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I mean black mom superpower right there. So through all of that and that's where I learned about, you know, money. I learned about money by not having it. Right? Mm. Um being being in a shopping mall and like asking for something and being said, No, there's no money for that. Right. But it I was fortunate with the relationship that I have with my mom that she would say, I don't have it because of this, this and this. And this is where the money went. It went to putting you through school. It went to getting you your first hockey stick. It went to this. It went to that. So, you know, you learn these things and then you say to yourself, all right, cool. So that's not a life that I want to live one day. Mm-hmm. Right? Not that I hated my life at all because I'm, I'm a firm believer of like you're you direct product of like you yeah. know, your environment. You just, and you just you, when you're at a restaurant, you don't want to look at the right-hand side of the column to the prices <laughs> to determine how hungry you are. Listen, guys, I, <laughs> me, me personally, I still do that thing because they have they have that thing where it says SQ yeah. or what, and I'm like, what's, the, what's this thing? Ow. That thing will you know, kill you. <laughs> it will break you, right? Like you're going to go there thinking you're fresh. Right. And then what's going to happen, right? So yeah, and that's, and that's that, that's, that's in a nutshell. Everyone always asks me, like my mantra has always been the same thing with every single one of my clients, right? My number one job is to make sure that you never go broke. That mm-hmm. is my job, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's me. Make sure you never go broke. Make sure you have money for yourself. You live the lifestyle that it is that you want to live because that's the one thing that our fairer in complexion people have always taught me and going to school with them, right? Um, you know, the Caucasians, right? Mm-hmm. Or yeah, white yeah, people. Yeah. You can say white sure, people, yeah. right? They're white, right? So <laughs> that's the one thing that, that I've always loved about white people. It's lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Lifestyle is one thing that they will never, ever, ever, ever 
falter, right? So for us, we'll be going to a club and popping bottles and thinking that that's lifestyle. And yes, that is a different form of lifestyle, right? But you must remember when we're doing that, we're doing that at night, right? When you're outside of the office, whereas they're sitting in a restaurant during the day having meetings, right? But we are then at the office slaving away. And that for me was a lifestyle that I wanted, right? Mm. I don't, I don't want to be seen popping bottles at a club. I've done it. But I don't want to be seen doing that, right? I'd prefer someone to see me during the day and be like, Ganti, what what's, what's, what's going on? <laughs> or, you know, I can even show you like messages, like if yeah. I put like stories up, right? Where I'm having meetings with clients or whatever. Someone will be like, but do you, are you actually working or do what's, you work, what's, though? The, what's the story <laughs> here? You know, like, yeah. 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 And that happened two days ago. Like someone was like, mm. chief, do you, do you work or <laughs> what? And it's like, no guys, it's called lifestyle design. Mm. Right, you've got to design the lifestyle that you want. So I don't want to be chained to a table mm. and be there from nine until five and ask to go to the bathroom and then be told when I can take lunch and when I can't take lunch. No, mm. like, that's like, like a, a very fancy slavery. It's like being a well-paid slave. Yeah, it's know? being a well-paid slave, right? And sometimes <laughs> yeah. you're not even that well-paid. You, know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's all it's all lifestyle design, and that's some of the things that I also speak about when I do like. You know, public speaking gigs. I was doing one now with the BMF, the Black Management Forum. And yeah. The student chapters going to every single university around the country just mm. speaking, mm. right? And they had their big national conference now, like two weeks ago. Yeah. At um, in the south at the Edcon Retail Academy, mm. and we had a big, big thing there. You know, about four hundred students, I think it was, over there, and like we had a nice little chat, and that was amazing for me. So, th- mm. those are my things, right? Like, and that's how, for me, I feel like you give back because. Just because you know something doesn't mean you must keep it to yourself. Just because you're really good at something doesn't mean you must keep it to yourself. Yeah. You've got to share. Mm. You have to share. Like, why should I not teach my clients how to file a tax return, right? Mm. Oh, yeah, I know, Mikhail. You're going to lose a client. Okay, yeah, cool. In the last four years, I've maybe lost six. Imagine. I've maybe lost six. Because at the end of the day, people still... They still want your service, right? Eventually, what you're trying to do is you're trying to add more value than what you get paid for because ultimately that makes you very valuable. Exactly. And, right? uh, and that, that, that makes the referrals happen as well. Exactly. For instance, you were just having a chat about what you do. You gained a, you gained like two customers at the same yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're your third one. Yeah. 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 You know, you know yeah. what I mean? Exactly. Just because we could hear the value of what you mm. do, you know, and we could say, Hey, this, this fits in with my life, you know? Yeah. But what I loved about what you just said is uh, lifestyle design. That I think mm. was a powerful term. Like mm. you, you can do what you want to do mm. and do it in the circumstances that are also pleasing mm. to you as exactly. well. You know, I, I think a lot of people, find themselves in careers where you know they thought that's what they wanted to do but then when they realize the circumstances in which they have to operate then they kind of get a little discouraged like for instance I'll tell I'll tell you a bit about myself yeah. when I studied chemical engineering and then now all of a sudden now we get to go to the plants uh, and I mean it's all these fumes and things and things smell bad and I'm wondering uh, the plant is literally where we're making the petrol and all that type mm-hmm. of stuff mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and I'm just thinking no man guys <laughs> and all this, <laughs> this noise not, yeah, and it's not it's not yeah, what I wanted yeah. and uh, and now I have to wear boots and PPE literally those overalls <laughs> I thought I was gonna be you know you know what I mean because I, I, you know, I like my suits and stuff like that. Oh, like, like old Natty over here. You know, yeah. 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 The, boys, the, the boys are awesome. and everything. <laughs> you know, and now here I am, and this is nothing like what I thought it was going to yeah. be. And uh, yeah, I'm smart, but no man, this is not how I wanted to operate. Mm. And then all of a sudden, the work starts to bore you. You sitting in mm. that cubicle, mm. and that. Uh, you, you came in at half past seven. At nine o'clock, you're already hoping it's going to be uh, coffee break, break because you're falling asleep. <laughs> and yeah. and it, after the coffee break, you're hoping it's going to be lunch. After lunch, you just want to go home. Yeah. That's not a good way to live, guys. I, was, yeah. I just like, I just like yeah. to comment on what you said. I hope mm. a lot of you, a lot of varsity students are listening to what you're saying, right? You find yourself in those positions where, yes, we've studied something. Yes, it's beneficial. But then we find ourselves not loving what we're doing, right? Yeah. So I just like to, to everyone out there, guys, take time to research. To research what you're studying, find out how the environment is going to be post work, post studying, so that you you see whether you're going to fit with it, right? I remember I I in in matric or grade twelve, I went to some company and did some bookkeeping just as a side job. Mm, yeah, 
I saw there was lessons to be learned, but I did know that I was not going to find myself there like for a long time. What, as so a I figured, bookkeeper, okay, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, mm. not not. Let me go there, mm. get the lessons that need to be learned, the finan- mm. financial literacy, the understanding of economics, and all those things. Once I'm done with that, that's when then, I'm coming yeah. for myself. Yeah. yeah. You know so, what it is for me? Like what I hear from you. Uh, the big thing, and I think why I mean why what I mean is, all of you guys have gotten to a point where you've 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 decided, right? Just yeah. so, your, so your mindset is, is is step one, right? Which is why I'm so passionate about education. The, the thing is, you know, lifestyle design is a big thing for me. And what you said for me there is powerful because the people you were talking about make a decision. They mind, they, they are, they are screwed in a certain, their minds, yeah. their brains, you know, are sort of programmed in a certain way to say, um, I can do what I want to do. Fact. But many people do not live like they can do what they, they want, want to, to do. do. Mm. People live reactive lives, you know, mm. I can do what life allows me, me to, to do. do. Yeah. Right? yeah. In the um, book, they, they, it's either the, um, internal locus of control or the right, external right. locus yeah. of control. So, yeah. so what's big for me, uh, why education is so big for me is that, if we really get people to understand what education is, not curriculum, caps, da 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 da. And yes. not the, and not the, like the textbook definition of it or not, not the, the textbook the definition. Dictionary yes. definition right? So, so school is a tool, right? Mm. That's what we need to really clarify for young people. School is a tool. School is not, uh, school is not the, the roadmap. School is a tool. So we give you a bunch of tools and then we say, go out there and use them as yeah. best as you possibly can. That's what we should be doing, right? Um, and, and when I listen to guys like I said, you clearly have decided what you want for yourself. You clearly have decided the path you want yep. in your life and your upbringing, uh, from, from your mother for, to, to, to the schools you went to, to your godfather and to the friends you put around you, then got you into a certain mindset that tells mm. you that you can leave this room and do what you want to do yeah. and live the life you want to live. Now, the majority of South Africans, if not Africans, right? The, the 99% of the world that is chewing on 1% of the, the, the wealth. Right, have not decided. The one percent who has the wealth decided long ago. Right, and the reason why they keep it is because grandfather taught grandson, taught son, taught taught, taught, yeah. taught, taught, taught. or yeah. grandmother. Let me be, let me be right with the gender. Grandmother <laughs> taught granddaughter, taught mother, taught. You understand? What I'm saying. Yeah. So for us, a lot of people inherit a debt mindset, right, or mm. a consumer mindset, and mm. it's 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 unfortunate, but that's the story that ends up after mm. that. Education is meant to break that. Right. Yeah. That's our job. We meant to reconfigure your mindset, right? And say, no matter where you come from, you can decide. You can decide, yeah. And once you decide, your actions must follow. Gosnati, what, what you're saying is hundred percent true. In fact, there's one there's one quote I heard that, that kind of matches it hundred percent. A bird outside, we can look out the window right now, hopefully mm. we can see a bird, but a bird yeah. <laughs> Has wings, it can fly wherever it wants to in the whole yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why does it stay in one place? Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or right. more importantly, why do you? Why yeah. do you? Yeah. Why do you? Yeah. Because yeah. the thing is, you got to remember, right? It's, it's great. Because I mean, going back to education, this is an this this is education. This for me is a definition of education, That's right? right? What you. we're doing Thank right you, here, Mikhail. right? Thank this you. is education, okay? Because I'm gonna walk out of here. A better person mm. With more knowledge Because mm. we are forever learning mm. And that's one thing That we've always got to understand And then Even over and above that We've got to Always remember that It's our duty To pass it forward Right mm. you've, got, you've got to pass it on To whoever the next person is Or someone in your family Or a younger person In your family Or the youth And that's why I love What you guys are doing Nati. Like I'm Thank So you. I really know that all of us here, we're going to have to do something together. That's right. right? Yes. Like, That's I right. already, I already know that. Yeah. That's right. right. I already know that. That's right. And with that being said is as black people, right? And sorry, I'm pro black and I don't apologize don't for apologize it at all. Yeah, right. Is that we have to teach other black folks, right? I had, so one of my very, very good friends, white guy went to China yesterday, emigrated. So they were over on, at my place on Monday. Now, young lady, also white. Said to me, she's like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm here, you know, in the area and what and what. Like people are probably looking at my car like, you know, but you know what? I don't care, Mikhail. You know why? Because I'm going to drive my little Kia Picanto until it breaks. And then only then will I get a new car, but I'll get another Kia because it gets <laughs> me from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. Right. And that for me, is, I was just like, we're the same age. Now <laughs> someone, someone my age would say, 
He's like, ah, no, 320D or A class or GTI, right? You know, right? Always like consumer mindset, consumer mindset dead, right? And I'm just like, I did it. Again, like, I always say to people, what qualifies me to be a good financial planner is that I've made every single wrong financial decision anyone can make. Uh. <laughs> right? <laughs> I've made every wrong decision anyone can make with the finance and I got out of it. Right? Mm. So I'm like, oh, okay. So, all right, cool. I got out. So like I can teach people how not to yeah. get in. Yeah. Right? Right at the beginning. Like I can teach you how not to get in, but if you're in it, I can teach you how to get out of it. But it's, it's one of those things where we sit and we're like, Bro, we've got to teach people, right? Mm. It is, I mean, and this is a question that I'm going to like put out. I know it's your show, but like I'm just going to ask a question, like specifically around entrepreneurship. How do you feel about people that say they want to be entrepreneurs, but they have a day job or they have, or rather not even a day job, they have something else that they're doing. Mm. And the reason that they have this thing that they're doing mm. is just in case it doesn't work out, I've got a fallback. Like, how do you feel about mm. people like that? Okay. I say, mm. I say, um, What's wrong is that mindset to think that I have something to fall back on. There we go. Because when you fail, you must fail forward. You know what? Fail and learn and carry on going. But you telling yourself that come hello high water, this thing is gonna work. Yeah. You know what I mean? But when you have that, um, that uh, unsure step where you're trying to make sure that the 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 uh, the step behind you is solid mm. enough so that in case mm, this doesn't yeah. work I'll just jump backwards you'll never get far you'll up never, the tree yeah, you know never. what I mean yeah. watch a little kid climb a tree you know um, he's gone yeah he's, he's gone. gone yeah risk because <laughs> he's gone if he says in case uh, the branch breaks yeah. I got one foot on the ground yeah. how high are you gonna go exactly exactly you know what um that's, that's a brilliant question for me the other day I was speaking with a friend of mine he just got back from uh, Ghana and I said to him you know a lot of guys I mean we teach entrepreneurship you yeah. know, in our program and and our focus with entrepreneurship is really to get young people to understand that it's as simple as identifying a problem coming up with a solution testing the solution and then going out and commercializing there we right? go done then then you go you know um, there's big processes in, in, in red tape in a lot of the other institutions at the moment but for me there's this the people mix uh, or sort of get confused between being entrepreneurs and being business people, right? Uh, being one-entrepreneurs uh, uh, one, one, one or something. <laughs> like you, you want it, but you don't. You want it, yeah. but you don't actually do it, right? Yeah. So, 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 so for me, when it comes to entrepreneurship, firstly, you know, you've, you've, it's got to be in you. You know, you, you, it's got to be in you and, and, or you've got to be, be willing to, to go at it 24, 7, 365. Mm. Entrepreneurs are builders, mm. right? They, you build, you, you build. And once it's built, you move on, you build, you yeah. move on, you build. Those are entrepreneurs. Business people, business people are good at, at creating numerous transactions that accumulate Elect. into good yeah, wealth. Yeah. There we right? go. So business people are good at, so I go into Wolf and Loop and I say, guys, You've actually got a great system here, but this is how I can grow. This is how I can create more transactions mm. for it to grow. Entrepreneurs is Mikal. He's sitting and he says, this thing does not exist or it does exist, but I've got a better way of doing it. He builds it. He creates the systems. He gets it mm. going. Now it's running. It can go and someone else can sustain it. Build a new one. Those mm. are entrepreneurs. So for me, if we can get back to mindset, back to mindset, back to mindset is the basis of all things. There we go. Mindset, mm. the base of all things. And if we can get people's mindsets right, you've got, geez. Yeah. Final food, you got something, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, excuse my language, guys. Conversation is giving me like literally a mental orgasm, guys. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. <laughs> You'll forgive me. I it's always uncensored. Speak. It's uncensored. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always speak about these things with my friends at Varsity. And we're sitting in room t- 2, 3 a.m. to speak about these things. First, I want to highlight on what you said that your mom used to take time to understand that she needed to invest in your hockey stick. Right, she needed. Your mom understood she needed to take time to invest in your hockey stick. Mm-hmm. Something us as black people need to realize that we need to enhance our kids' talents, abilities, and gifts. Yes, mm-hmm. that's how you commercialize it. Mm-hmm. If at some mm-hmm. point in time I was in high school, I was playing soccer, I realized there's a guy who was getting seven hundred thousand per second for playing football. Mm-hmm. These guys train two days a, a day. When you mm-hmm. take your talents and you commercialize it, mm-hmm. you're going to make make money. The mm-hmm. highest paid people are these I- guys, right? You need to understand that. Then the education also exists outside of the classroom, outside of the tool. It's what you do with the tool sometimes that make you realize the true education. And like you're saying with the, the, the guys, the business guys who, who have got that, 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 that comfort zone to do, you don't grow in your comfort zone. You don't. Mm. No one is going to live a life, li- live a life of wanting to not come out of their shell. Everyone, mm. everyone is really 
willing to sit on the comfort chair like, no, I'm fine, I'll chill with this, right? That safety net, that safety zone. Once you let go of that, what happens? Right? The biggest, you, you know about hedging, you know about, uh, uh, trading stock or stuff. Those guys take risks, right? Mm. You only have this one life, right? So if you're going to do something, give it your all. Do it. And someone once said, Life is risky. You gotta die to leave this place, guys. It don't get no better. Real talk, real talk, right? And you can't, and you can't take life too seriously, dude. Yeah. Right? Jesus didn't make it off the planet alive. Neither did Nelson Mandela, right? Who was deputy Jesus, right? So I mean, you know what I mean? You're going to have to die at some point, right? So yeah. do everything that you can. Mm. Yeah. So other than that, I mean, when it comes to finding yourself. Already now in a workplace. For instance, I, 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 when I'm listening to Fanafuti speak, he doesn't sound like he's going to be the typical employee. No chance. And here's the thing. You know, with those, um, with those, um, psychometric tests they make mm, you do yeah. before they employ you, they're actually checking how good of a employee are, are you? you? Mm. They're trying to say, how, how well do you take orders mm. and not do too much of your own initiative. Yeah. We don't, we don't want anyone like that. Come, mm. no, 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 Kosi, you see this thing of yours of mm. trying to be a leader mm. here. No, yes, here we don't yes. just mm. keep it here, Nkosi. Mm. Like your dreams, your ambition, as long as you can keep it within these bounds, mm. we are fine with you. Mm. So that's sometimes the other risk of finding yourself, you know, saying, no, let me get that job for security's sake. I know I am. I know I have these other, in fact, I have friends who strategically answer the questions wrong. Not, not necessarily wrong, but they answer yeah. what the, they think the boss wants to hear. Yeah. Though inside they know that I, Mina, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wes, can I please comment on that? Sorry, yeah, you just made yeah. me realize something. So a few months back, uh, one of my assistants at school sent me, uh, uh, an invitation to apply for some program called GradStar. It's business net- networking between universities and mm. stuff like that. And there was a stage, I think it was the fourth stage or third stage of top 400, where they had two questions you had to answer. And each question said that you had not to, you had to submit an essay of 500 to 600 words, right? So minimum was 500, maximum was 600, right? And those two questions. So in total, you realize you have to have a thousand words to answer those two questions. Both my answers were less than 400, but I still got into the top 100. See? Mm. Those guidelines are there to guide you, but they don't determine who you are. And you get people who are going to fill in that whole 100. Yeah, fact, But it's yeah. not going to work out. So mm. those guidelines shouldn't restrict who you are. Yeah. It's a revelation for me. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, guys, That's... we are out of time. But this mm-hmm. is how it needs to be. Yeah. People need to want more. We want to give more. Definitely. But the time just doesn't allow. Exactly. That's when you know you got a good <laughs> show. <laughs> you know, right? It's been the shortest hour of the week. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Um, let's just hear those Twitter handles and, and Instagram just so people can actually get to follow you guys and see what you guys do. Uh, cool. So my Twitter handle is Mikal Moyo. Uh, that's for Twitter and then Instagram hit me up at Lord Moyo and then the website is Mpato and Associates but that's sitting there on both my profiles all of them the website is there so hit us up fantastic uh, Instagram Uwa Asanta Sana Buana that's wow. Swahili alright yeah uh, that's me on Instagram good luck spelling that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> guys Uwa Asawa, uh, like the way it sounds Uwa yeah. Asanta Sana Buana cool. that's me uh, footimetula gmail.com I actually right now I'm, I'm looking for funds I'm trying to travel uh, to a, a one young world leadership summit that I got invited to in the Netherlands in October I'm trying to raise funds they're looking for like 80,000 rand I got someone to sponsor my flight so if any of you guys that are listening are interested or any of you guys here it's footimetula gmail.com uh, Facebook, uh, Futi Metula. Instagram, Uwa Asanta Sana Buana. Twitter, Metula Uwa. Great wow. stuff. Oh, nice. Thank you very much. Uh, Nkosinati TM, uh, on all platforms. Nkosinati TM, the website for the business is primestars.co.za. That's where we change lives. Please connect with us. I'd like to reach out to all corporates, government, speakers, young people who mm. want to change this country and take it to where we know it's meant to be. The new South African dream is being rewritten. Primestars.co.za. Let us make this future what we know. The shortest hour of the week. And just like that, we out. This is Cliff Central. Cliff Central. Com.